Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Sam from Integrate join us. Sam, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization. Yeah, thanks, Shauna, for having me on. Uh, Obviously, I'm Sam Carlisle. I am the Global Director of Sales Enablement at Integrate, uh, which is a business-to-business marketing software company that uh, helps organizations really drive revenue and results through the top of their funnel, their marketing funnel efforts. Uh, Personally, I have uh, two boys. I'm a father of two boys. Uh, I still play ice hockey somehow. I'm an ice hockey goalie that I play around here. I like uh, Formula One and fly fishing. So that's me in summary, Shauna. Well, I'm so excited you're able to join us today, Sam. Thank you so much. Um, in fact, you know, you have recently said that you view sales enablement as a strategic force multiplier for organizations. And I think that that really resonated with me. But I'd love for you to explain to our audience what you meant by that and how sales enablement can help organizations achieve greater success. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so, you know, I, I think typically sales enablement can be a, a force multiplier whenever we're able to identify gaps, um, you know, and be able to build appropriate material to address those gaps, measure success. Another way that you can, you know, have even more impact is is be in tune with your sales force and be able to identify uh, these pockets of excellence that really you can take their, you know, what they're doing, those actionable items and, you know, that are actionable and repeatable, I would say, uh, be able to put those together into a, a program to be able to deliver and impact sales even even faster than just the, the traditional ways of, of building programs. Absolutely. And, you know, often when I think about force multipliers, I do think about you know, partner and channel enablement, um, because I, I think that that can be a way to accelerate revenue for an organization. Now, given your past experience in partner enablement, what are some of the unique challenges, though, of delivering enablement programs to partners? Yeah, I mean, being able to partners is a, you know, like you said, it, it, it's for sure another force multiplier for organizations. And I think that, you know, for the for your sales groups, uh, you know, teaching them our own, you know, your own products is complex enough, right? I mean, that's already a very difficult thing. Typically, you know, sales reps have the ability to sell a lot of um, different products and or, or at least be able to achieve a ton of different use cases. So the products are complex enough. So then you have to, you know, with partner, what can be a challenge is they have to understand the products on the other side, right? Like what are the, what are the partner products? partner that you're working with, what do their products do? So that's, a, it's, it's a very difficult thing to be able to learn, right? Um, you know, I think then also you have to be able to speak to how you engage with those partners. Having a really solid uh, rules of engagement uh, is going to be able to make that transition a, a bit better. And, you know, you speak to how we work together versus against each other. Um, you know, and now it's almost like everybody's a partner. So it's, it's like sort of frenemies. Um, and you find, you know, different use cases that you combine on and where you, you know, where, what products you're going to stay away from. And if you have solid rules of engagement, those will all be worked out. But, um, you know, I, I think that just understanding if there's a partner in your deal, in, in your accounts, um, you know, where are the, where are the opportunities to work together? And for sure, it can be a huge blind spot, 
but it can definitely be a force multiplier if it's done properly. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Now, oftentimes organizations will have a, a partner or channel arm, um, but oftentimes enablement, especially partner enablement, isn't one of the first things that they'll set up um, for that, that partner arm. So what are some of the few key indicators that an organization is really in need of partner enablement um, as a specific function? Yeah, I mean, sometimes that could be typical to gauge, right? And it depends on the size of the company and, you know, what's the, what are the product suite, right? Like, if, you know, I've, I've worked in the open software world where uh, partner is going to be one of the most important channels. Um, so I think that, you know, you have to understand that with partners, your deals are going to close 69% faster and they have a, you know, a conversion rate of 50% higher, right? So, as an organization, I think working with partners and the, and the earlier you can begin to work partners, the, the quicker it's going to help your, your company scale, right? So I think you just, you know, you have to understand what your partner organization looks like, you know, is if there's, you know, who's doing the enablement now, do you need to be able to, to build a specific partner uh, sales enablement function? Um, you know, and I think that, you know, understanding the ROI and to, to build a team to understand, you know, what's how much growth is out there that's possible. And, um, you know, I, I just think that there has to just be clear goals and metrics, right, that the partner team would be aiming to achieve. And if, if you could align and build those clear goals and metrics, I think that's when you would be able to say this. It's a function that would add value to an organization. Absolutely. Absolutely. And. Now, within your experience, what are some ways to ensure that partner salespeople have the right training tools and messaging uh, when you might not be able to kind of connect with them in person um, as often as, you know, some enablement folks are able to do at their direct sales force? Um, how do you go about making sure that they have what they need right at their fingertips? Right, right. And I think that, you know, Really, Shauna, this this is a very relevant question now with it being remote, right? So, you know, if you don't have them in person, what how can you be engaging with these with these partners? So, I think first you got to have a like I said before, you have to have that clear rules of engagement um, for the interactions, just setting up the right expectations. Um, you know, you you have to have those partners speaking on your calls, right? There should be a, some sort of weekly you know, revenue acceleration call, right, that we have weekly, should, there should be some call uh, that you're hosting. And you want to make sure that partners, you know, have, a, have their say, right? And, and I think that, you know, if you have that partner sales enablement team, it could be a team that you're working with, or if there's a partner team that's out there getting partners, these are great partners that you can have within your organization to be able to, um, you know, get those partners on to speak. And then I think also it's important for us to go on our partner calls. I can remember, you know, we had a large partner um, at a prior company and, um, you know, it, it was great to get on their calls, right, to be able to understand, you know, and share success and speak about updates about our, our products. But so there just has to be that sort of that partner knowledge exchange, um, you know, and, and I think those are the the keys to be able to bring those partners together. Absolutely. Now, not only getting them together, but oftentimes I think one of the challenges with partner enablement is just adoption, right? Um, so how have you ensured that you're able to get kind of adoption of your sales enablement initiatives 
with your partners, um, would love to provide our audience maybe with a few tips on how to just kind of gain mind share with partners for enablement programs. Yeah. And I think that, you know, how can you get that adoption? I think the, the biggest, the biggest thing on that is that, you know, you can't, you can't make it up, right? You got to share success. There has to be real success that has been had with that particular partner, right? You have to have real examples of where we, where we work together well and we win, right? And I think that that's what has to be uh, shared with with the sales force, right? So they, they understand how they can, you know, have that same success, right? So sharing success is going to be first, and it has to be real. I think you have to, you know, it has to be relationships that are managed from the top. It has to be supported by executives uh, and, and sort of cultivated within, uh, you know, all the way down to the, you know, having fields and sales force that's uh, reinforce, reinforcing that partner presence. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, it's it's just as a sales rep, it's, you know, working with partners, you're really essentially just looking at what your accounts are, uh, going through those, finding out which partners are in those accounts, then finding out which partner is furthest along in your deal. And then that's the partner that you work with uh, to be able to combine with. And, and even if you're not involved in the closing cycle, you're not quite making as much, you can work bigger with partner, right? Because you could have this deal over here, then continue to another deal, you work another partner. So anyway, Sean, I kind of started to get tactical there um, at the end, but I think that, um, you know, just being able to share that success, it has to start with that. I think that's a fantastic place to start. Now, you know, a lot of organizations don't just have a, a partner channel um, that they sell through. A lot have a, a combination of both partner and direct sales teams. So, um, A, I'd love to know how is your approach to sales enablement different from different for partners than for internal sales teams? And then when an organization does have an internal team and a partner team, how do you balance enablement resources to support both adequately? I mean, I think the balance and the resources is probably the toughest part of that question. But I, I think that as far as a, approaching training, you, you know, you're not doing it high level any different, right? You're not, your, your approach isn't any different, right? You're, it's just more of it. What I see done so much with partners is each company is so busy talking about what their product does, right? So my product does this, this, and this, your product does that. I will, you know, if I see an opportunity for your product, I'll bring you in. If you see an opportunity for, you know, my product, I'll, you know, you bring me in. So I think that that's basically how it is. So the, the, the thing that can be difficult is, is you have to understand what is our combined solution, right? Like instead of viewing it as partner A and partner B, what is our combined solution that's going to be more value, you know, that's more valuable than we can do on our, our own for our customers, right? So I, I think that being able to focus training more so on that versus separate um, is what, uh, you know, the, you get bigger deals and, and then you build a stronger partnership, um, with that, with that company. Absolutely. Now, as a closing question on, on the partner enablement side of things, how have you gone about measuring the success of partner enablement programs? What are some of the key metrics for you on that front? Yeah, that's great. So yes, yeah, so that's exactly where I was like, and now the metrics is the, sef the second part, right? So I can give an example, right? So we had the largest partner that the company has ever signed. I was, 
I was put in charge of that partner because, you know, it originally it, during the signing, it uh, it was a huge deal, right? It uh, literally made the stock go up $4. It was a, a huge partnership. Uh, but again, in the beginning, there just wasn't the wasn't the the success right it just didn't it didn't translate to the field right so putting in those rules of engagement that i mentioned before that's something that's a, you can drive metrics on like understanding that who's on the accounts what's a percentage of accounts they're on within your territory uh, so i think there's metrics to be given there what's the percent then being able to connect those dots and build sessions um, you know, where you're getting the two partners together, right? So then there can be presentations and, and you know, ways to be able to drive metrics there. But I, I think that it's, you know, in order to measure success, it has to be something that's tactically happening in the field. And I, I was able to take that, those tactics and increase the, the volume from 7 million to 52 million within the first year. And it was really just about the sales reps uh, you know, working together versus working separately. Um, but I think that, you know, you can, it's easy, like I said before, Shauna, no, I'm like, care, you know, keep talking on this one, but metrics sometimes are, are difficult to be able to find within the partner organization. So when we mention things like those sales fields within the, uh, within Salesforce, um, you know, some of those are the, the ways that you can capture the percentage of, of partners on a deal. What is the, you know, speed to close, uh, you know, does that increase our velocity any within deals when working with a partner? Uh, but those will be some of the metrics that I would look to look to drive and that I've had success with prior. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Sam, so much for joining us today. I, I really appreciated your time. No problem. Thank you. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.